Yo, 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 what it is, what it ain't. This is your host with the most, IZ. And you are tuned in to The Grain of Salt Show, a radio show hosted by a cook. So please take these opinions with a grain of salt. This is episode 23, and we're doing a special little episode. You know, usually when I do this show, I might talk for about two, three minutes, and we just playing music. But um, this one's real special. It's real different. This one is going to be all about uh, a little, you know, what do we, what do we call ourselves? A, a record label, a, a artist collective, you know. Um, yeah, collective. We go by the name of 5D. It stands for Fifth Dimension. And um, we got some really dope, talented artists. And even though I've been doing this Grain of Salt show for a real long time, pretty much most of 2018, I've never shown any side of my musical artistry. You know, it's really just been an outlet for me to play some music that I like. But this one's very different. You know, uh, we just put a, I just put out an album. It's called uh, My Time Ain't Mine. You could get that on SoundCloud and Bandcamp, streaming services soon. Run uh, it up. Run my, it up. My guy IC Beats just dropped a beat tape called Blunts and Bogies on SoundCloud. Mm, hell yeah. This shit is fire. Run it up as well. And a couple months ago, my boy Tone over here dropped an album called Hoodie Season. Yeah, I already know. It's Keep fucking running. hard. It's fire. And um, it's good shit. So I guess I just want to start off by uh, introducing 5D and, you know, all the people that are in it. Obviously, 5D, it's for five people. So uh, uh, me first. I used to go by the name of MCIZ. I go by the name of Zoetic now. Just changed it up. To the left of me, I got. Yo, it's Big Tone, aka Tone, aka Big Tony. <laughs> next to him, I got. Hey, yo, what's up? It's most commonly known as Dangerlin, uh, aka Danger, aka Andy, Andrew Chamberlain on the strings, guitar. And to the left of him. Yo, it's Icy Beats. You know what it is, man. Formerly known as I-C-I-C-E-E. Now it's E-Y-E-S-E-A. Let's get it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what it is. That's right, that's right. So, um, yeah, man, this episode's just gonna be about us and how we started and the music that we're working on and the future. You know, uh, we we started in, I want to say, like, 2015. You know, yeah. I, used, I used to be in a group and uh, came off of the group and just decided that I wanted to do something new. My guy Ian over here, I see beats, he... Uh, making some beats had some had some equipment and i just said you know what fucking man it's time to start a new chapter so you know we we came out with an album called talk is cheap in 2015 and that was the first time that the world heard the mc next to me big tone um, yeah. also yep. features from uh, the fifth person missing in fifth dimension he's not here right now his name is grizz adams aka zach you know he's just the homie that we've known for a real long time music baby yeah Z-Mills. And, uh, later on we're gonna have a little uh, phone interview with the homie so uh, mm. stay tuned for that miss, um, that miss that boy so yeah man we we started off in las cruces new mexico that's where i'm from i was born and raised um you know most of us have spent most of our life there and um uh, we the the homies uh, end of 2016, 20, beginning of 2017, decided to move up here to Denver. And, you know, we just kind of went through a rough patch of, like, you know, I wasn't making music. We wasn't really dropping music like that, you know. But um, 2018, I just said, fuck it, man. I decided to get the fuck out of Cruces and uh, move my ass up here to Denver, man, and see what we could get yeah, cracking, you know. And yeah. Shit, we already True. put out 
three albums in the past two months, you know, so I would say it's pretty productive so far, you know, so. <laughs> They're finally getting yeah, They're good. Definitely the most substantial amount of uh, material we put out in definitely. a short amount of time. Definitely, sure. definitely. I mean, we had a real big 2016, you know, uh, mm -hmm. three MCs, myself, Tone, and Grizz Adams, we all put out mm -hmm. albums within about two months of each other and uh, did big things for us, you know, kind of got the ball rolling as far as momentum and just us forming together as a whole collective, you know, because in 2015, I was the only one that put a project out, but we still had everybody involved with it, you know, like it was just the, the, the kind of beginnings of 5D and 2016, it kind of just took off, you know what I mean? So we're back here in 2019, man, we had a we had a rough patch, but we got a lot of shit planned, man. I'm, I'm really things, excited, man. I'm yeah, really yeah. excited. So, uh, all right, so I guess what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna interview everybody individually. So first up is my man, Andy, all right? So my man, Dangelin, you know, I wanna ask you first for the people out there that don't know, what do you do? And when I say, what do you do? I mean, what do you do for a job? And what do you do regarding 5D? Well, professionally, I'm a mixologist bartender. I am a, the bar supervisor up here in Denver really nice steakhouse up on the mountainside in Lakewood. Um, I love what I do, mixing drinks, mixology, the whole science behind it is my my passion. One of the main reasons I moved up to Denver, kind of get opened up to a bigger market as far as that uh, culture and that you know industry goes, as far as hospitality and you know being behind the bar and stuff. A lot of competition out here and uh, you know that's what I do, I love it. If I didn't have to pay the bills, I'd do it for free. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, man. So, how long have you been doing that? Um, legally, I've been doing that sure. since I turned 21. Uh, but you know, back in the day when me and Ian were living together, um, actually right as Anthony moved in with us before we actually started getting this 5D thing going for real, you know, um, we had the bar in the house, the Winchester, rest in peace, the Winchester. All the homies, all the homies tuning in will know the Winchester. Some great memories there. Yeah, sure. yeah, cool little bar. I, I started studying these, these cocktails probably when I was like 19 years old. Um, busser at a restaurant, seeing where I wanted to be at the end, you know. Um, being, having to be 21 years old to bartend, you know, I had years to catch up on my recipes and stuff so I kind of got a jump start and it really paid off for me in the end and so when I'm not playing my guitar with you guys <laughs> I'm mixing up drinks for all the so, folks out here so tell us a little bit about your guitar action man tell, tell us how long you've been playing tell us you know what you okay. think your skill level is okay well first let me start by saying there's so many great guitarists out there and there's so many people that have mastered that instrument you know, and, and are still progressing, and like, especially like with the new type of music coming out. You know, people are just like exploring new horizons with guitars. So there's so yeah. many people out there that are way better than me. I'm always learning from new <laughs> artists. But uh, I got my first guitar when I was 10 years old. Uh, I'm about to be 25 here in a couple weeks. You know, so that's almost 15 years. Damn. You know that I've been. You know. In, in and around the guitar and realistically playing, you know, seriously playing, uh, probably around, you know, I would say 12 years, 13 years, like where I actually knew how to carry a tune on guitar and, you know, started started exploring into rhythm versus lead guitar parts and, you know, different riffs. Actually, a lot of my inspiration and coaching came from Anthony's dad, because Anthony's dad, you know, me and Anthony were really close and I spent a lot of my musical hours 
at Anthony's house, you know, almost, you know, studying under his dad is such an amazing, you know, uh, musician. Yeah. Heard Uh, great things about him. mm -hmm. He's a legend in our eyes, you know, and I'm sure many others, you know, as far as, as far as the guitar goes. Absolutely. You know, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. It's real, you know, dope to hear where it kind of starts, you know, because, you know, where I jumped in, you know, you were already kind of just hitting your stride a little, you know, I was chilling in the living room and I hear you in your room kind of just working out, you know, Hotel California or something, you know, and just like, it's dope to hear where it came from, you know what I mean? Yeah. So tell me about the type of music that your parents bumped. Um, my mom didn't really bump a lot of music, like... She liked a lot of soundtracks from movies, to be honest, you know, so like parts of the Caribbean, Lord of the Rings type stuff is what she liked to listen to, but honestly, my dad had it going on with the jams. He was classic rock, but also, you know, really big into The Who and The Beach Boys and um, and uh, The Cars, you know, of course, The Eagles, Journey, Boston, you know, he's bumping all, all, the, all the really good, The Scorpions, you know. Um, and then my oh, sisters, yeah. my sisters kind of jumped in. My oldest sister, ten years older than I, yeah. um, you know, she had a whole decade ahead of me to get an influence of her own on music. You know, so me growing up, looking up to her and my other two siblings, all their music was inspiring to me. You know, and yeah. and, and my dad inspired all of us. So it was pretty much classic alternative rock, a little bit of punk rock. You know, that we kind of expanded into and stuff. But. Uh, it actually is funny, you know, that we're like predominantly at this point a hip hop group. Yeah. You know, my hip hop influences did, definitely didn't even come until my adult life. That's crazy. For sure, That's you know. Um, and so being friends with Ian, moving in with Ian, like, and he had a history in making beats already at that point and kind of guided me in the right direction after a few you know it took some time to kind of get used to each other but he kind of directed my guitar into more of a soulful r&b-ish type playful um, melodic you know on top of a boom bat beat you know and it kind of evolved later on you know it's definitely a different style man so so tell me when did you fall in love with music that's our that's our question. Yeah, yeah and we we're you kind know, of like, talking about it earlier. Yeah, I uh, I even had time to think about it, you know. But um, you know, I'd honestly, I'd have to say that I struggled with music for a long time. You know, as mostly a visual learner. You know, and besides what Anthony's dad taught me when I was staying the night at his house or something like that, I didn't really have lessons. You know. Um, and so I kind of learned at my own pace, but almost kind of held back at the same time because I can only learn as far as what I can see, you know? And so I don't think I actually started falling in love with music until I like was forced to play guitar alone by myself and my lonesome and like repetition and repetition, you know? And I had the internet. Thankfully, we grew up in a time we had the internet at our fingertips at all times, you know? And I could look up anything on the internet, play along chords and how to learn, you know, watch other people learn it if I couldn't read the music. And so I don't think I fell in love with music. I would probably have to say maybe as young as 17 years old, you know, 18 years old, like as I was coming out of high school when I was really like starting to develop my own identity on the guitar instead of like just, you know, just pulling my favorite lick from this artist or, or, you know, this guitarist, you know, whatever. So, that's what's up. Yeah, 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 that's what's up. 
So, um... This is it right here. This is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, this is a little bit. Yeah, we're hey, That's, oh, that's, yeah. that's yeah. kind of ironic, you know? Yeah. That's, that's how it works, man. So, do you have any favorite 2018 projects? Or, or music, period? As far as my own music? Like, a time period that I really enjoy. Um, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd probably have to say, like... You know, the 80s and 90s, probably. And I say that because there's several genres that I really enjoy, hip-hop included. Yeah. Uh, rock and roll was coming in to a little bit more metal rock and roll in those times, kind of the transition, you know. There's a lot of good music coming out, and then there's... What, what about in 2018? Tw oh, 2018, sorry. Either, all, all that shit. I okay, yeah, shit. I mean... Or top music of all time? All of it, all right. of it, all of it. Well, in 2018, I can tell you, and it's it's because of you, Isaac. It's your influence on me. Like, you I say 2018? I said both. I want all of it. You know what I mean? He's got he's stuck on 2018. We're talking about practice. Huh? Somebody tripped you. You said 2018? Somebody tripped you. We're one block. Uh, yeah, I want, I, want, I want your all-time shit, and yeah. I want your 2018 no, shit. No, yeah. Um, so 2018, I can tell you what I was bumping a lot of, definitely, was um, I did a lot of Isaiah Rashad. Mm. I can... I can I almost give credit to you, Icy, and you, Zoetic. Like you guys were, had a lot to do with that, and uh, you know, like I, I bumped a lot of him. I did a lot of Royce the Five Nines album mm. that came out. I was yes. also like, you know, because Book of, of Ryan, you guys, yeah. yeah, Book of Ryan. Uh, I did that a lot, and then recently I've been getting into Anderson Pack's three albums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no worries because you gave me the recommendation yeah. on that one as, as something that you admired. That's I a think. classic. Yeah, yeah. 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 It definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really good album. To yeah. me, those two together, it's just Malibu. like that. Venice was Malibu dope too. Yeah. Yeah. Malibu. I don't know if y'all heard Venice. Yeah, that, yeah. Venice. that was even good. before Malibu, yeah. correct? Yeah. 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 That was that was his first shit. I thought that I knew about least. Malibu, I feel like being some of his most popular. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. So fucking great. Fucking great. Wow. We're gonna get into some music right here. We're gonna play a little bit of Andy you know he's got a project out with the homie IC Beats it's called Mood Food it came out in 2017 and uh, you got anything else you've been working on um, I think uh, you know now that we just put uh, now that we just put this latest project out yeah. you know congratulations yeah. again Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think Ian and I have a, a Mood Food too that's been kind of on the back burner you know, a little bit, and uh, we have a little bit left to do, you know, little touch-ups here and there, but I think we can expect something here within a few months at least, you know, so, uh, okay. couple Y'all heard it, y'all heard it here, man, you know. It's on the record. Mood Food 2 coming. It's on the record. Coming soon. All right, we're going to get into a little bit right here. I'm going to play a joint. It's called The Prairie, and y'all can check that out on SoundCloud right now. Here we go. Thank you. 
choice by me. This is a interstate love song, Stone Temple Pilots. Choice from Dangerlin with uh, our very own tone, and uh, the joint is called Facts off of the album for 2016 called Facts. Uh, spectacular, active, vernacular, lyric, eat your neck just like Dracula. It's Jurassic, tragic, it's magic. So suck my Johnson in the black whip. I drop three songs, get three Grammy, and that's a hat trick. I got these wicked and twisted verbs, these fitted words. How am I writing? Lightning striking, now you shit it. John Bridges say shit like he always rap, like competition. Fry you up and do the dishes, shooting stars and making wishes. Motherfuckers always talking your shit. Best kind of mortician, no games, no. 
fiction You want the heat, I got the friction Can't comprehend what my diction say What's been amazed This whole time you've been sleeping But now your ass amazed I emphasize every sentence Wait, can't hesitate I got these bars for days It's a life sentence, ayy Got you addicted, you witnessed The truth that's on my tongue This shit go hard, but so easy for me Went off my tongue I preach to all and I reach them Just like I'm speaking tongues Go back in time and taste the wine From Jesus on my tongue Got you addicted, you witnessed The truth that's on my tongue This shit go hard, but so easy for me Went off my tongue I preach to all and I reach them Just like I'm speaking tongues Go back in time and taste the wine From Jesus on my tongue Grind with my team and Rhyme like a fiend kid Lie that I'm clean See me ride, look at me Look at me Let me get your attention Almost forgot to mention That I'm the next And fuck the rest We reppin' fit dimension Steady stepping, Deadly weapons Ready set, we reckon Already flex, perplexed Bitch, I'm the next So don't stress Got you a hot mess All you haters on my Loch Ness Your jaw stuck in Ah, yes These words from my conscience No contest Flow so complex The whole context I planned this whole con Yes, I don't stress to be the best, this shit can naturally Actually give the facts, and she always been doing it casually Never concerned with status, B, give a fuck if y'all get mad at me This is what it had to be, sad to see such a tragedy Gradually stacking casualty, savagery on this tapestry Strapped in a clap shit, happily tracks that attract your family uh. Got you addicted, you witnessed the truth that's on my tongue This shit go hard, but so easy for me, went off my tongue I preach to all, and I reach you, just like I'm speaking tongues Go back in time and taste the wine from Jesus on my tongue, got you addicted, you win, it's the truth that's on my tongue, this shit go hard, but so easy for me, we're off my tongue, I preach to all, and I reach you, just like I'm speaking tongues, go back in time and taste the wine from Jesus on my tongue. Next up, we got featuring Danger. Featuring Danger, and yes, killing it's that motherfucking soul. Next right. up, we got Pink Floyd with Comfortably Numb off the wall. No pain. 
was Pink Floyd, Comfortably Numb. You are tuned in to The Grain of Salt Show. And before I jump into my next interview, I just wanted to talk about the next Grain of Salt show. That's right, the next episode is going to come back to its regularly scheduled program. I ain't done the fucking the show in like two, three months, so, it's, it's right that I bring it back, bring it back on the regular. And, uh, the next episode is going to be the best of 2018, you know, so y'all know how I do it, I get crazy with that shit. Next up, uh, our next interview is the man to the left of me, big motherfucking tone in the motherfucking building. What's good, yo? What's good? What's good, my G? It's chilling, man. I feel what it is. How you feeling, bro? Yeah, man. Feeling great, man. It's great to be here with y'all, man. You know, I got mad love for y'all, y'all family at this point. You know, and it's just a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to kind of share a little bit about ourselves for for the viewers and the listeners out there, you know? Hell yeah, hell yeah. So go ahead and tell the good people what you do, man, both ways. Um, well, first and foremost, just kind of to pay the bills. Um, I've I've been managing a, a gym now for a couple couple years now since we've been in Denver, pretty much. Um, so I'm doing that. You know, it's cool. Pays the bills, makes some good money. I'm technically the sales manager, so make a lot of commission and shit like that. You know, it's a good little gig, but. That's just to pay the bills, put the roof over the head, you know. Um, my real passion, my real dream and endeavors is as far as all of us here as well as the music, you know. It's what we it's what we grinding for. So as far as what my involvement really entails in Fifth Dimension, I am a real songwriter, MC, you know, rapper, trying to get to the point where I could call myself a singer, not quite yet, you know, but that's one thing that I want to develop in my repertoire. And then, uh, you know, I'm a drummer as well. That's really how my, my music involvement in general got started, but I'm sure you're probably asking questions about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, let's, so. let's dip into it, man. Tell me about your musical background. Um, well, music was, was really something that was in the household growing up without getting too in-depth. My mom was... Um, she has her bachelor's degree in, in dance education, so she's always been huge into the arts. Um, she actually performed for Showtime USA, which is a, a semi-professional theater troupe um, that performs, and so she would dance and sing in musicals and whatnot. She would perform, you know, classics, Oklahoma and stuff like that, you know. Um, so I, I always grew up as a young and just kind of involved and around and listening and seeing a lot of musicals. Um, you know, Sound of Music, West Side Story, My Fair Lady. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. It's crazy. So that was kind of one thing. My sister is also, um, she's older than me, almost by five years. And so she started playing piano at like the age of eight or something like that. So I was just a young and she was already playing piano in the crib. Um, a few years later, she actually got into saxophone and she did alto sax as well. So, again, excuse me. Um, at a very uh, young age, I had a lot of exposure to music in general. Um, my mother liked a lot of classic, classic rock, a lot of oldies, um, Elvis. Um, she liked Marvin. Um, she liked Michael Jackson. Um, she liked Steve, Stevie Wonder. Um, my pops um, was more like the blues guy. Um, you got a chance to hear a little bit of that from from Danger earlier, and kind of some of the influence. He was a he was a classic rock and a, and a, a blues guitarist, and he could just shred that thing, man, like like nobody's business. It was really really crazy seeing him play. Um, and he could also hold it down on bass, and he could also just shred the fucking harmonica. Believe it or not, man, you don't meet a lot of cats this day and age that really play harmonica. Yeah. But that motherfucker could could just make it make it cry as well. Just a so, musician. For real, yeah. yeah, just a well-rounded musician, man. So it was cool seeing that. And, you know, those of you that don't know me, you know, Pops was kind of locked up a little bit growing up. He, he, he got out while I was, like, in middle school whatnot, and, and kind of had that influence through high school. So 
really I didn't get a whole lot of his influence until again my more my middle school years um, and, and on. Uh, but that was a huge impact when he was there, um, and not only in my my life, but I, like I said, Danger's life as well too. Absolutely. Um, I started personally getting into percussion in fifth grade. My mother put me in, in band class at the school, whatnot, and real quickly it turned into something that it, it, you know I, it was evident that I had a little bit of talent in. I started to progress. My mother actually got to the point where she wanted to put me in private lessons because I was doing so well. So did that. I was blessed and fortunate enough to have that outlet. Um, and ended up doing all the festivals and this, that, and the third, the list goes on. I did a lot of stuff. Uh, had an opportunity even when I was 15 um, to record for a Native American Grammy Award winner. Her name was Yolanda Martinez. Um, actually, true story. That was the first shit that I ever really got to say I did. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty cool. I actually laid that down on CD. I laid six tracks for her on, on full drum set itself. So that was really my early involvement, kind of in music itself. The whole rap thing wasn't really huge until a little bit later on. Yes, that's fucking amazing, man, because when I meet you, you know, I don't really know shit about you, you know what I mean? And like, you just kind of start rapping, you know, and I'm like, okay, this motherfucker's nice, you know? And then as I start getting to know you more, you know, I start finding out, I'm like, okay, this motherfucker got a real musical background, you know, which is, Correct. Which is Correct. crazy, you know, because it's so different from what I've known. You know right. what I mean? So, right. so coming up in that, what were some of your favorite, like, just albums or music growing up when you were a kid? You know, the craziest thing, bro, believe it or not, is is my first favorite artist of all time that was a, a personal favorite that I chose was actually Elvis Presley, True Story. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like in third, fourth grade, and for whatever reason, I was just, I mean, Jailhouse Rock, um, uh, oh goodness, it's Heartbreak Hotel, sorry, it's been a minute since I've listened to, to Elvis, but yeah. there was just certain, I don't know what it was, just the, his way with the ladies. Mm -hmm. I, my mother grew up in, in in the church as well too, she grew me up in the church and so he was really close to his mother and just the, I don't know what it was, something really kind of made me latch on to Elvis, first artist that I ever said. Um, I distinctly remember it was the fifth, fifth, sixth grade, I ended up kind of getting exposure to 50 Cent for the first time and I distinctly remember hiding an album under the mattress because my mother was just totally anti all that, you know, and that was my first kind of exposure to some hip hop was, was my mother didn't approve of that. She was down with most other genres but really not the, the hip hop rap scene, she just thought at that point, you know, yeah. She just thought it just wasn't really music for the household that she wanted me listening to. So that was that was kind of my first 50 That's exposure, crazy. you That's know. Crazy, man. Damn. So, so tell me about when you started rapping. Man. Um, well, you know, I, I, once I started getting into high school athletics, um, is really when I started really getting more heavy into the rap scene personally. I like to use it to, you know, once you get into high school and you're varsity and you're traveling and whatnot, you got a lot of time on the bus. And for me, listening to music was that. I I had the Walkman. Back when everybody had iPods, let that be known. I was so old school. I was still using a Walkman when everybody had an iPod or, or the iPhones when they was out. But I'd be there with my CDs and everything and just kind of getting hyped before the game or whatever. And that was when I really started latching on to hip hop because that was when I felt that I could relate to a lot of the words. And I loved the, the beats already themselves from, from the music, you know, yeah. just because I was a drummer, I was a percussionist. Yeah. So I, I was already attracted to the beats. Started doing a, the first writing I ever did was class projects, to be honest. We had a couple of class projects like sophomore, junior year or junior, senior year. I forgot what it was. Um, <laughs> with, with danger, to be honest, man, that's how far back we go, and even past that as well, because we were in a band before. But uh, and that's really what it was. I did like two different songs for school that I that I actually wrote as as a little project, and that was that. 
you know, and we would get high and do stupid shit and, and freestyling, but there was nothing really serious that I was doing, you know, yeah. and I didn't, I didn't really get into the rapping thing hard until I got back from my second year at college. I came back home, um, and that was about 2015, like you mentioned earlier. And that, yep. Well, I moved in well, 16. After, I moved in January like 16. But you've been back, in Chris. Uh, yeah. Years. So I mean, I, f I just don't want to talk too too much because I don't know how much time we got. I mean, really, it's like Andy. It, well, Danger started feeding me beats. You know, yo, there's this beat I want you to rap on. Whatever, whatever. He had connected with Ian. I hadn't really known Ian that well. I, I met him a handful of times through our probably junior senior year in high school as well too. Didn't really know him that well. Wasn't connected. You know, and then in between coming from coming home from breaks in my freshman sophomore year yeah. at college, I, you know, I ended up kind of getting a little bit more introduced to him. And by then, he was just only making beats on an iPad. He had Garage Band, and he'll get into his story after this. You know, yeah. I don't want to take away from that because that was an insane progression. That was completely all self-taught. The dude's a wizard. Yeah. You know, but. But I distinct, you know, Andy would send me some shit. Yo, check this out, check this out. But it was nothing really serious I had wrote. I would come back, we would just get stupid high and <laughs> and just try to freestyle. And that was really it, to be honest, until I actually moved back. And by that time, after my second year in college, going into my third year, that was when really Ian uh, Icy Beats had, had really started, you know, and he had his, his actual first computer. He had the, if I'm not mistaken, the free version of Ableton. So it was a little bit limited, but he had the access to that. You know, and then shortly after that, Danger ended up going in and, and, and paying cash, laying down for a mic um, for IC to have it. And that was kind of the beginning of what it was. And by then you was already connected, you was buzzing. Um, and I'm, I'm the competitive type. Those that know me know that I'm very competitive. So it was one of those things where it was like, I met you and I, I met Grizz and I was so influenced and I was just so, so bought into everything about it, the style and how, how y'all were able to do that. And it was one of more of those things where it was like, hey, you know, if you can do that, I can do that type thing is really what it was at first. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what got me into it. And then, and then just like the love that y'all supported was then it like, you know, it grew into like the little crew and click. But at first it was more like a competitive, like I want to, I want to do it if you can do it type yeah, thing. And yeah. it was it was kind of from there it took off. Yeah, man, shit. That, that, that type of shit defines you, man. You know what I'm saying? That makes you, you. Yeah. You know, and uh, man, it's just dope to hear your story. You know, in depth, I found out a couple of things I didn't really know either, man. Like that. For <laughs> you know sure, man. Saying? There's more in there, yeah. but like, you know, that's yeah. for later. That's for later yeah. interviews, no, you know. I feel you. I feel you. So tell me about when you found love with music, man. Because you said that you came up in the background, but did you really love it at that time, or was it just around you? That's a beautiful. That's a beautiful question, bro. To me, to me, uh, growing up and even still, I personally found my identity in two areas, and that was through music, and that was through athletics or, or sports of, of some sort, physical activity. Yeah. Those two things were always my outlets and stress relievers. You know, where I could let go of frustration and anger and raw emotion. And it was also two areas in my life that I was very good at. And I got recognition. And who doesn't like recognition? And and that's really what it was for me. And so that's those two areas I had always latched onto. And they were always passions and loves. The thing was, though, is that I think that I was... I was you know, young enough and still aware enough of both of the, the feelings I had for those areas, but I chose to push away the music, believe it or not, because of my love for sports. Because my mother was always for the arts, but she never really understood, I felt she never really understood my passion for the sports and she never really bought into, 
I had a chip on my shoulder because I felt like she didn't really think I was going to be successful as an athlete type thing. Like, mm -hmm. it, you know, it wasn't something that was realistic, mm -hmm. but she thought I could be in the arts. Mm -hmm. And so almost out of spite type thing, I, I almost tried to push the music and just be like, I don't want to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I want to do the, the sports because that was really what I, at that time in my life, was super passionate about. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it was until after I had came back from, from my second year of college that I really started recognizing the love. Again, it, 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 by, by high school varsity athletics, I was already in love with music in some type of way because that was my feeder into getting hype for my games, which that was my life, exactly. So they were really mutually connected. Um, but, but when it was just music itself, not those two things intertwined, I think it was when I was coming back on to my junior year of college. Um, cause that was the first year I had taken off of athletics. Um, and that was really when I had first exposure to, wow, you, somebody can actually create something from nothing. I had never really had that exposure. I was more accustomed to learning and recreating something that was already on paper that you read and, and then learned and maybe even memorized and performed. Yeah. You know, I had never really had exposure to just, you can create something. That was a beautiful thing for me, so. That's crazy, that's crazy. And I, I would have never thought, you know what I mean? I'd have thought, because it's so ingrained in you, that you would have just loved it your whole life, you know what I mean? But, yeah, you know, and like I said, I did in some type of way, but it was more like I chose, I literally made myself choose to love sports and physical activity more than the music because that was also more the cool shit you know what i'm saying it wasn't cool to be a band geek it wasn't cool to be a music nerd it was cool to be the jock the ladies fucked the jock you know what i'm saying like that's kind of what it was for me and i'll be 100 percent honest you know and it wasn't until for those that don't know i can say it now shortly it was like i, I took a year off of, of football i thought football was done i played in college those two years and then I came back in my junior year, I actually had off of any athletics. And that was the first time since I was age three, I hadn't done an organized competitive sport. And so I had nothing else to latch on to outside of music. And that, in addition to being surrounded by what you guys already had go, you know, going on, was just took off from that. Yeah, yeah man, it's a beautiful thing, man, the way the world works, man. It's, it's real dope because now right. we're here. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So uh, before we end off, man, tell me about some of your favorite 2018 music. Man, I, I hate that you're asking this question. <laughs> I know. Because there was so out, much. Man, but, hey, think about it for me, man. Think about all the shit I'd listen to. Nah, shit no, I, I can't even imagine, bro. Shit, man. I can't even imagine. There was a lot, a lot of great music that was put out this year. Um, there was a lot of great music that I was put on to this year, a lot by you as well. I know you've been a huge influence for really all of us in Fifth yeah, Dimension because of just how much you really appreciate all that is music and, and all that is the art of music, you know? So I learn from you and I get exposure every single day just to different artists that are that blow me away. But Mona Lisa was off the off the top one of my favorite hip-hop and apollo brown joint yes yes that uh, that's the best put together I, I think i've heard joel ever um and and that was one of the best i think lyrical i'm a i'm a lyrical fan um and storytelling as well i think you get really yeah. really executed a couple of stories uh, it was an amazing concept really was a beautiful project yeah. Really um good. yeah man um more recently, you put me on heavy to really all of Griselda. Um, you know, I had never really fucked with them heavy. I, I knew who Conway was, I knew who Westside was for a little bit just because you, again, you had put me on, but I never really did a lot of digging into Griselda until this year. Um, like a lot of people. Tana Talk. Oh, man. Oh, yes. Benny. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, Benny's wild, bro. That shit's wow. nuts, man. That yeah, shit's man. nuts as well. Wow, 
Um, I really liked, uh, believe it or not, uh, I really liked the, a lot of the Kanye projects that he produced earlier. I liked the Push project. I yeah, liked the uh, the Nasir project in particular. Um, didn't really get a chance to listen to Kissy Ghost or whatever it is with Kid uh, Cudi. I heard it. I, I'm not a huge Cudi fan. It was so, decent. You know, it was got decent. you. There's got some you. joints. There's some joints. There's a couple good. There's even a joint on the Yay shit that I fucked with too, but Definitely. overall, I didn't, I didn't fuck with it. Um, got you. I, 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 I love Tiana Taylor's project, but that's R&B shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, there's just there's just been a lot of music. I mean, Cole shit, um, Drake shit, even. I'm not even a huge Drake fan, but for me to say that I fuck with his project, I enjoyed know a lot of Scorpion too. Yeah, that whole first half was was, was rocking for me. There was a couple of tracks that I could have done without, but there was for the most part that shit was very well put together, very well executed. So. I don't know, man. It's just, you know me. I I listen to a lot of kind of new stuff to kind of catch up, but I still listen to a gang of that old shit, a lot of that classic Mm -hmm. shit, because there's still a lot of digging I got to do even in that, in the archives. Oh, yeah, we're young, man. We're young. You know, we didn't get to live that shit, so. Right, exactly. Go ahead and tell people about hoodie season, man, and facts. Shit, well, again, you know, I want to take up too much time here, but Facts was my first shit that I ever I ever really organized and and, and thought about as an artist. And, and that was the first time I ever really had the idea of, hey, this is this is something that, you know, we could all kind of run with. And that was something that was just never really a thought to me that was realistic before that. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I got a lot of support from you. For those that don't know, on your on the, your first very first project, you were so gracious enough to let me have it two features on that, and three. those were literally the first verses that pretty much at that time you I had. Three, you got three verses, verses on. on. Did I get three? Yeah. I apologize. I had small town, small town, um, talk is uh, cheap. Uh, I mean, the money talks, money, money talks, and the 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 first joint. Uh, what the fuck is three. The, there's three. I forgot. Um, I apologize. I no, forgot. I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. But yeah, Please. talk more about facts. Please, yeah, man. So, so, facts was I had three tracks actually that I wrote before facts before the songs before facts were written. So I had a track called Planet Music, Never's Gonna Go Out. I had a track called <laughs> Right Here, Never's Gonna Go Out, and I had a track called Big Tones, Never's Gonna Go Out. All three of those tracks were the first tracks I ever wrote. Okay. Then I wrote two, or I guess three, excuse me, verses, and those went on your Talk Is Cheap project. And then it was like I had the writing for facts. So these are literally my first songs that I ever wrote, wrote, ever. Um, and it's 14 tracks deep. And we still shelved a couple, shelved another track called Wanna Fly. There was a remix to one of the tracks that was on there. Golden Go was supposed to have a remix with a third verse on there. Shelf that as well, kept the original version on there. Um, you know, so there was a couple of shits that didn't really get put onto the project, but that was a huge momentum generator, a, a, a huge first me finding an identity as a rapper and a sound as a rapper. Um, you know, wasn't really happy with a whole lot of the elements of it um, just because of limited resources, but it was a beautiful, beautiful project that came together and I had three features from you, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. three features from Zach, if I'm not mistaken, which is Grizz Adams. Nine Summers. I had three... Nine summers. No, that was with that was with Tone Grizz, I thought. No, he's on nine holes. Ah okay, you got me. And then Danger had three features on that, if I'm not mistaken, as well, too. You know, and then Ian produced it. So it was that was really a a, a total complete joint effort from Fit Dimension itself. Um 
and it was cool, man. It was cool, you know. We did a music video to it as well to promote it. Lord of the Flies, which is I know one of Danger's favorite tracks on that. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. So, it's a fan favorite, man. Music I mean, video. Not only, if I may. If go I ahead, may. go ahead. Not only, not only is it one of my favorite lyric lyrics wise from Tone, but as far as Ice-T's production on it as well, it was at the time it was unlike any other beat he was putting out at the time, which. I mean, he, I see so versatile, you know, he, he's always putting out crazy stuff, but Correct. at the time, you know, like that beat was like, no one had ever, it was like blindside, no one saw it coming, you know, and then you just come in with this verse, it's one of my, it's definitely iconic. Yeah, I don't know where to. Yeah. Now y'all ain't never heard of this murderous flow. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, how we, go, we gonna play that. We gonna play that. So tell me about hoodie, hoodie season. Hoodie season, man. This was something that was long overdue, and I apologize to any fans and supporters um, of us, this fifth dimension, and of me as an individual artist tone as well, because um, this was long overdue, uh, and it really felt like a monkey off my back. It was almost like a weight holding me back. I felt like um, ball and chain almost, and so it was. It was great to kind of get this off. I, I, I think I, I as well, um, I see would feel the same way because this was just stuff that was very drawn out. Um, some of these tracks we had been sitting on for two years, um, literally since we first moved to Denver. Um, so, like I said, it was definitely like, like Ride With This was something that was from two years ago. That was back when we was in Aurora. Now we're in Littleton even, you know. Um, know It's True, I think, is around that time as well. So, you know, it was cool. Originally, this project was supposed to be a little bit more full length. Um, to be honest, I was intending this to be more of a full length album itself and have about nine, maybe ten tracks on it. Um, and just for the sake of time and not continuing to stretch shit out, you know, we just kind of made an executive decision and just said, hey, let's let's just shuffle a couple tracks and, and, and put it out because the viewers need it. They deserve it. You know, and they're asking for it. You know, I've, I've had a lot of people kind of bug me and give me the elbow, you know, on the side to say, hey, when are you going to put some shit out? That's good, too. That's good, too, though. You need it, you know. Sometimes yeah. you need people to push you. Sometimes, you know. But so that I was think, it. I think both your projects are fucking great, man. You know, I know you have a lot of harsh criticisms like yourself, but outside of that, you know, I can, you know, I can understand, you know, so sure. removing yourself from the art. I think you have some great projects under your belt, man. Well, so, I appreciate that. All in all, the sound on this was a huge focus that that, that was put in from IC production and myself as well, too. You know, and even, even you know, the, the, the two cents added by everybody yeah. here in Fifth Dimension, you know what I'm saying? Was the sound, the recording, the mixing has been a huge focus point of us, and I think it, it really shone through excellent on this. So, yeah. shout out to yeah. IC right there. Definitely, definitely. That joint dropped in November of 2018. And uh, yeah, thanks, Tone, man. I think that was a pretty yeah. cool insight to your, you know, yeah, musical man. shit. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. So we're going to get into a little bit of music. Just scraping off the top. Definitely, real, definitely. We're gonna I felt like that was still a lot, too. <laughs> nah, man, it's good. It's good. It's, it's The more the merrier, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to get into a joint real quick right here off of Hoodie Season. It's called Get Busy. Go ahead and get the joint off of SoundCloud, and it'll be up on some other platforms, too. What else are you working on next, Tom? Oh, you know, um, I'm excited, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to kind of hold myself um, to this this kind of single a month idea. I want to kind of drop a, drop a dozen tracks that are just individual kind of single tracks this year um in addition to uh we got in the works zoetic and myself cats out the bag he actually let it out the bag a couple days ago when he put it on social media so <laughs> so it's okay so, so i could say it. 
but uh, you know, rumor yeah, has it. A lot of shit planned for 2019. Yeah, rumor has it that, that there's going to be a little collaboration project between, you know, Zoetic and myself. So looking forward to that, in addition to hopefully a, a third uh, single solo project um, dropping later this year by yours truly, Tone. So should be a big year, man. Definitely, should be a big year. Definitely, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. For yes, sir. Design, Thank man. you. We're going to get into the jam right here. It's called Get Busy. Go ahead and get that joint on SoundCloud. Let's get it, baby. Hold on, hold on, man. Hey, yo. Hey, Big Tom. Yo. Hey, yo, I'm over here at the club right now, man. Throwing dollars, getting bitches. And I got these two baddies right next to me, man. They're looking for a spot to go. Two baddies, man. Shit, don't you and I ain't got time for that? I'm fucking busy, man. I'm too busy for that shit. You know I gets busy rapping around rappers, laughing until they get dizzy. Uh, no, he's a threat, is he? So wet with the flow, it can go against Drizzy. Uh, I got the recipe. Rest of y'all can recipes, we'll get the best of me. Uh, the y'all go testing me. Flexing, you gonna learn a lesson, learn the rest of me. I'm at the precipice, delicate with the rhetoric and the predicates. No predecessor was ever better, it's ever did. All these rappers that buzzing now is irrelevant. I'm about this music, hip hop legacy, carry on tradition, tip top pedigree. Any homie that lied to me, same as dead to me. The good die young, no need to say a prayer for me. Uh, you know I gets busy. Uh, you know I gets busy. You know I gets busy. You know I gets busy. Who can make these lasting impressions? This Latin question is I, no question, I sever ties. Uh, with all you fake pricks, got all these bitches in the mall going ape shit. And I'm amazed, cause I ain't even made it. And I've been eating these rappers, but I ain't made shit. No pun intended, real talk, I ain't made shit. So fuck the world when I was eight and I ain't changed since. Now I'm a grown man. With all these hoes and pullets that's trying to hold hands. Man, it's a slow jam. Fresh out the box like socks with the toe jam. Born with the mind of an old man. Finally got the time to drop a song and he like, whoa, damn. Man, fuck all these flow scams. Only spit dope, more potent than the coke gram. You know I gets busy. 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 Shot to the cone, yeah. Keep throwing it back till things go black. All I got's my word and my balls. No, I own that. Unless respect is earned, then I'll show that. Know the feds is lurking, they got the phones tapped. Least no snakes in the grass, cause I done mowed that. Y'all let emotion show, but you can't show that. Somebody pump a shotgun blast, you can't show that. You got to know that. Play a straight face. Keep your hands close to your chest and play it safe. Always on your P's and Q's. Frustrated, just hate it, cause what we can do. Chicken heads clucking, I've been known to pick and choose. You in this land with a giant can't fit these shoes. All talent put aside, don't get shit. Confused, I outwork these motherfuckers, ain't got shit to lose.
That's tone with get busy off a of hoodie season. Next up, we got a joint by Joel Ortiz and Apollo Brown, Grace of God. Grace of God off the Mona Lisa. Next up is a joint picked by me, Conway Wraithful off Reject 2. Help yourself. No thanks. You heard what the man said, motherfucker. Clean your plate now. Never hesitate to let it spray off. My bitch sniffing straight raw, sniffing eight till her face fall. I tell her to clean the plate off. You new niggas, I hate y'all. You fuck niggas still working with an eight ball. I had your corner yellow taped off. 
Left V live for the way forward. Told Shorty, order the lobster. Never been in the movie. Front row at the Oscars. You can tell I'm gangster by my posture. Hit a nigga ten times with the chopper. Hustling out this little bitch house, Tasha. 300 racks stashed in the washer. My bitch looking like a goddess. She finds solace in crap burgers and blood bottles. She do whatever I say, she ain't gonna break a promise. I say I'm that nigga, really, I'm being modest. The kind of nigga you should praise more. Everything I put out, the bar raised more. I needed to save more, so I made more. Cush trap in the land of jumping like pays more. I showed the nigga what them K's for. Knew he was dead, but I put one more in his head. I made sure. Uh. Blow a nigga face off I never hesitate to let it spray off My bitch sniffing straight raw Sniffing eighth till her face fall I tell her to clean her plate off You new niggas, I hate y'all Fuck niggas still working with an eight ball I had your fucking corner taped off Left V live for the rate fall Left V live for the rate fall Scars is the proof, I sold raw in the stoop Nines, BT awards in the suit Cracking cigars, sitting underneath the stars in the roof But I'm still thanking God for all that he do Got shot, bells palsy, so my jaw wouldn't move Now I can outwrap your whole squad of your group Or whatever you wanna call it, y'all garbage is true I'm the nigga when it come to this, I thought that you knew It don't matter, old nigga or artist that's new He ain't a target, but I promise I will slaughter him too I had a lot of dreams and I was like, all of them true Designer shit in my closet, baby, all of it's new Half a block on the table, she put her nose in it She popped the chopper, I showed the bitch how to hold the shit Fire out the nozzle Smoke a sour, sipping PJ out the bottle Blow a nigga face off that's Conway the Machine with Ray Full Off Reject 2 2015. Next up, we got a joint by Tone. It's called Take My Time. Yeah, I sit smiling, recognize the blessings in the hard times that got me where I'm at today. I've been trying to right my wrongs all in the wrong way. Feel this depression in such a strong way, I can't cope with it. I would have gone Cobain, but mama can't bury two kids, there's no way. I'm hoping this song help me make the most of it. Bone rips on occasion between the blunts and rotation, mama hates it. But what can I say, except I'm sorry, mama. She always wonder if I'm high, the answer's probably mama. Swear that one day I'ma make us all rich, shit, let's be honest. All our lives been hard since we was born, now I'm out here flowing. Used to run the streets wide, now I'm wearing that Jordan. Used to have to rock paper. Less sneaks, can't afford better after she got paid last week. But now I pay less eat. Mm. I just like to take the time to think about what's going on. I just like to stop, take the time. I take my time, take my time, man. I hope that you take the time to think about what's going on. I hope that you stop, take the time. 
I take my time, take my time. I write my sins on my paper before I roll it up. Say a prayer to light it, knowing hope ain't enough. Hope is just a privilege for the weak, hoping something happened. The strong take action, knowing that we gon' make it happen. Still there's guns clapping like an applause. Whole country's been at peace less years than it was. Fuck this government, got me hot, might need some other mitts to handle this. All these politicians is cancerous. They speak slanderous words, tell us what we wanna hear, but how can we be sure? Want us to trust them with our own lives, but they don't trust us. They really tell the real lies, please realize that they bust us. Y'all gotta stick to the script while you formulate a plan, work the system. Resistance against the man, it's all mental. Don't let them take away your mind, stay strong and keep focused in the high you climb. Uh. I just like to take the time to think about what's going on. I just like to stop. Take the time. I take my time, take my time, man. I hope that you take the time to think about what's going on. I hope that you stop. Take the time. I take my time, take my time. What's life really? Outside of constant lessons, just a series of patterns, choices, things neglected that may boil up. Every time I make plans, the devil plans to spoil up. I don't get it. Wish I could sit and chit chat with the Lord, put it all in a perspective, but I can't. Guess I gotta wait my turn. Whether I'm turning over in my grave or ashes in the urn, I'm thankful for all the lessons and adolescence I learned. And the fact that I'm a sinner ain't less than my blessings earn. One day they gon' say I'm the best, the rest can adjourn. But until then, I keep it pushing, despite the tragedies surrounding me that leave me shooken. My state of a champion, my clicks all winners. Approaching summertime, about to let loose, preparing all winter. My life's all about these release dates and shows. They gave us nothing, Lord knows we made the most. I just like to take the time to think about what's going on. I just like to stop, take the time. I take my time, take my time, man. I hope that you take the time to think about That's the joint by Tone called Take My Time. Next up, we got a pick by him. It's Rock Marcy and Alchemist. All for it. Counting men, Chillin' and healing, gorgeous smoke. Yeah. Boss Moss, nigga. Yeah. What y'all know about it? Yeah. Turn that shit up for me, all the whole shit. Overall. Bump that shit in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we easily squeeze heat from the Tudo, blue Yugo to put a new hole in your culo, OG Kudo, your whole Steve Sudo, 10,000 in key, you can't lose, Frank is Pudo, boss like Hugo, you know to the tombstone, the Uno, you flip the Peugeot to Parasuco, you need a parachute to view those, chulos with tuxedos, with plush luxury vehicles, I proceeded to reach the pinnacle, to beat them to the loop, speeding the coupe, being cool, we on the scenic route, got stripes like in the Adidas suit, Drake the lace, I'm in a great space, eight stakes, haters turn away to save face, you break apes, mayonnaise base, cannons play the waste, you laying waste, I'm wearing grams and Lambdo lakes, handshakes, Lambos, great, bones ache, Phones ring, come for money like Goldstein. Roll with the team, they supposed to be G. 
Go with a snack like rosary beans for groceries. Push the five double O series. Post smell like potpourri. But it ain't everything I hoped it be. Late nights, fiends with crack pipes, they on it. We run the corners. We the strongest, the strongest. Laying niggas down to take their belongings. I'm all for it, all for it. Uh, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Mannerisms, panoramic sailings, drug dealing, 645 deluxe steering. Step it up to the McLaren and dress it up like a parent. Diamonds are transparent. Donna Karen, monogram wearing, model staring. Hollows in the cannon, Farragamos, white lottos, Milanos, bag Milanos like McDonald's. The black Aristotle with a bottle. I should write a novel with the gun nozzle. That's like a Bible. Instincts primal, pieces on length spiral. Think survival, rings and Movados. Lamborghini Diablos follow. I don't swallow Moscato. I go mono Romano with any Chicano. I slide in the Alfa Romeo Romano. The poor Castellano, but I'm the Moreno model. Hang Picasso's and condos. Bang Kangos like Bongos. What's in that case that ain't a trombone? Ride down the thigh bone. Dylan the size of the iPhone. Lay you down like a fossil. Post one a eye full of what I got in the drive through. Buddy, you slut up like a waffle. Late nights, fiends with crack pipes, stay on it. We run the corners, we the strongest. Laying niggas down to take their belongings, I'm all for it. Uh, I'm all for it, nigga. Late nights, fiends with crack pipes, stay on it. We run the corners, we the strongest. Laying niggas down to take their belongings, I'm all for it. Uh, I'm all for it, baby. That was a joint by my favorite MC, Rock Marcy, a pick by Tony, all four, produced by The Alchemist. That shit is fucking fire. <laughs> yeah, you can say that, bro. Um, okay, so before I get into my next interview, I'm going to go ahead and do a little bit of, you know, self-promoting. And I'm going to tell you motherfuckers out there to check out the boat music video. Oh, we put that, that bad boy oh, out yeah. in December, you know, and it was a real, real cool. That's my first visual, you know, I've been rapping for 13 years and I was like, that's my first music video. That shit was tight. Uh, everybody seemed to have liked it. I got a lot of positive feedback. So check it out on YouTube. Uh, Zoetic Boat. And check out Behind the Scenes for My Time Ain't Mine, just 2018 5D. We're doing a lot, a lot of dope shit coming up. And uh, yeah, just check it all out. So next up, yeah. my next interview is with none other than the motherfucking Nucleus of 5D. Oh, 5D would be nothing without <laughs> this guy. For true, as much true. as he's very, very modest. He's very, very humble. He doesn't think much of himself. Uh, but the MVP. We big him the fuck up because he's really dope. He's produced all of our fucking albums. Every single the one. The guy, literally. our brother, yeah, our homie, our motherfucking boy. I see beats going. Tell him what the fuck is good. What's up, man? I appreciate the love, man. Hey, Come man. Hey, we we appreciate real. everything you do for us. Hell yeah, so, yeah. Go yeah. ahead and tell people a little bit about yourself, where you're from, man, what's going on. Shit, you know, southern New Mexico, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Las Cruces, where, you know, 
the homies, right. all the homies we grew up, shit. Okay, so go ahead and tell people, what do you do, man? Both ways. I mean, paying bills. Yeah. Uh, I grow some weed. Hey. I grow weed, man. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I work at a, a dispensary inside a, a grow. And yeah. Take care of plants, you know. He's a boss. He's a motherfucking boss. I supervise. He downplays himself bro. way too much. Yeah, 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 he's he's the shot, the biggest, shot collar. Yeah, one of the biggest bro. dispensary <laughs> companies. This guy's a supervisor, making sure that weed yeah, is coming. You wouldn't have weed without him. That's not fucking gas for all you weed lovers. I contribute. I'm a contributor to a large scale operation. Okay, okay. So go ahead and tell people it's what you time. do regarding 5D. You know, uh, start from scratch, go and give vinyl records, and get creative with samples, and then think of beats to put on them, and who would sound good on them. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how this started. Word, word. I mean, you know, he, he, he tries to say it's just production, man, but this dude mixes. Masters, he does video, he yeah. does fucking. He learned, he learned on my iPad. That came, that came later though. I'm yeah, yeah, but I mean, process. you know, you, this, this, these are things that you do, man. Definitely. Yeah. And for sure. Our project will sound like shit. Just yeah. the it for you. Regarding that shit. Nah, man. Yeah. Editing, be photo man. editing is shit. Our yeah, shit be knocking, man. Video editing is dudes. Mix and master. Video on projects, on top of production time. Sound engineering. Yeah, word, word. Well, so, yeah, so, on top yeah. of put, adding his own, you know, little flair on the like, most of the bass lines nowadays. Exactly, are exactly. All, that's a good time. So and tell him about the instruments you play. Yeah, I mean, started in sixth grade doing drums, percussion, just like tone, you know. Uh, liked it a lot. I was not in love with music at all at that point, yeah. but I liked it a lot. Seventh, eighth grade, and then uh, my middle brother Sean was in a high school band, marching band. And I just thought it was really cool. And, you know, got into drums more and more and more. And I remember one homie showing me the Carter Three, and that's where it really, like, like snapped, you know what I mean? I was like, all right, this is fucking, you know. And I, I loved music as well, like, a lot, you know what I mean? I enjoyed, I didn't love it at that point, but. I enjoyed listening to like MF Doom with my brother and you know I mean shit like that. But Lil Wayne, honestly, the Carter Three was like the first time I was like, I want to like make music like this. That's crazy. I don't know why. I didn't know that. And it was production. It was production and the way he sounded, but you know, that's I did not know that. Yeah, yeah me and James. Me, yeah, me and James as well. Yeah, me and James were I thought it was super hooked. talk about Blueprint. Blueprint was big in my life too, but this was before I was driving. Like mm, freshman okay. year. That changes when you got the whip. And oh, I, just, oh, I mean, from there, from there, I, I learned about you know a lot more things. Got into a lot more sonically. Yes, yes. But the first thing that made me like, damn, I enjoy what's going on in the beats. You know what I mean? Like something, something was it clicked. Like, it clicked. Mm, yeah, and that's where. Me and James Mendieta, motherfucker, man. Um, we downloaded this weird app and made, I can't remember what beat it was, but we made like a remake of some random, <laughs> it was a terrible remake. 
And then from there, like, we really didn't fuck with it that much. And then he got another, I don't know if Andy probably remembers this, when we were fucking with, like, DM1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was my iPad. It was at Grover, though, before. Oh, uh, yeah. And James had that. And, yeah, that's when we got it. And the iPad, bro. And <laughs> Ian started all, all his production, at least since I've known him. We moved in, oh, at a 2013? It was, I think it was 2013. It was like August 2013, Ian and I moved moved in together and, and I had an iPad and he was, came up was like download this app you know DM1 yeah, yeah, yeah we could play them at the <laughs> same time on the iPad. and that's really where like as far as me witnessing you know Gator coming up yeah. that's like where he had my iPad more than I did yeah, it stayed with him for that's where it, yeah, yeah definitely and that was a big part of it too that was a huge step because I was just fucking with James's computer at this point having a good time with him not thinking anything of it entirely you know okay Okay, that's interesting to hear man shit that's kind of crazy tell me about uh, the type of music your parents was playing in the group I mean my dad was huge into like Led Zeppelin all the classic rock honestly like uh, you know the Doors Beatles your Allman Brothers you know he's just typical <laughs> Typical dad music, I guess. Hey, yo, Terrible. Hey, yo, nah, I fuck with but, that shit. You know, heavy, sure. Yeah, he he listens to some good music for sure. He's he's got good taste. My mom is definitely more of like she doesn't really have a a music that she listens to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, some people My mom just, just doesn't really. I don't know. She enjoys listening to music for sure, but I I feel like. Like high school band music or something mm, like that. Okay. You know? I mean, like she really has a passion for like listening to live music and anything live. She'll she loves yeah. I don't know. Otherwise, I feel like she plays maybe. If I had to guess her radio station, does she listen to maybe like One One Gold? It's like all of these things. That's a good station. That's like right. the best one back home. For those of y'all that don't know, the last cruise is yeah. yeah, it's like the same. Something same like that. Yeah. Isn't it the Fox like or something? Uh, 97 Fox? 92.3, that's El Paso. All these stations. It's kind of the same as one on one gold. Yeah, shout out. I guess. Yeah. 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 Shout out. Yeah. Calming, <laughs> radio station. Calming music. You know that's what I mean? funny, man. That's, that's dope, man. Oh, yeah. So, so we, you, you, uh, you touched a little bit on the Carter 3 and the Blueprint. What were some other projects that kind of just like clicked for you and just like made you want to pursue music more other than that because you know I'm sure there was more digging you did after that yeah definitely I mean from that point it was just hanging out where I had so many friends that had so much influence in my in my music you know what I mean like there were 15 homies at one point <laughs> that all had their own weird twist in their own music you know what I mean and, that's good to be out. Yeah, definitely. It was, it was a great time, man. And that's the best part about like growing up in Las Cruces when we did was there were so many, so many homies in the group. You know what I mean? That we just grew up with. It was just, it was just interesting. We all stayed friends for so long, which is crazy too. Like, you know what I mean? That I feel like that's very rare. It's a very rare occasion where this many people can hold that solid of a friendship, you know what I mean? It's interesting. Yeah, you're right. But a lot of good friends, man. I mean, shout out 
all the last Seriously, cruises yeah. always ask. Like, all, every single one. All the last cruises always ask. Like, like, a ton of good people in the last cruises. Sound love. Well, um, what about uh, some 2018? Man, what have you been about this? Last mm. year, I guess. Man. I well, I mean, first thing, off the top of my head, Jameson mm. is just... His album just yeah. really was a big influence, honestly, and recently yeah. in my music, you know what I mean? It's, but, it's, yeah, it's my favorite album And that's purely because of, of you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, showed, <laughs> you showed me him a couple, a few years ago, yeah. I think, at yeah. Sunset yeah. Grill. Yeah. For those, of, yeah. for those of you who don't know, Isaac is Shout like the out. guru of music. <laughs> he he <laughs> might not say it on his own show, so no, maybe well, he knows all that is music. Well, if you listen to the Grand Assault show, you yeah, you understand. Yeah, Isaac know. reflects all that off for us. So. Uh, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Also, Ian, sorry for interrupting you. Yeah, no, it's, I already interrupted you. Yeah, so okay. okay. I, I couldn't that's, keep my mouth focused. Uh, that's the environment. Uh, that's the environment I'm on, man. <laughs> so, what else? 2018? Besides Jameson? I mean, that show. That show was dope as fuck. Yeah. That's what I wanted to mention yeah. from that story. Oh, yeah. But the concert was That cool. was, yeah, that was, that was really cool to see, you know. But uh, let's see. I mean, Drake, the Scorpion was really good. Uh, who else dropped that? Who else dropped that? Joel Ortiz was really good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Dave East. But I've I've been listening. I've been bumping more earlier. Like, earlier. Was that 2015? Yeah, no, 2016 was Kyrie Chanel. Yeah, stuff. Uh, he put out a joint with uh, Styles P this year. That was good. He put out an album too this year too, right? Right, but, right. And yeah, Beloved? Yeah, yeah. Was that, you liked a couple of those. Was that 2017 or? I don't know. Paranoia was, 2, was this, was Paranoia 2 this, uh, 18 or was it? I think that was Paranoia 17. 2 was, I thought Paranoia 1 was 17 and Paranoia 2 was... Oh, my I think it was this year. 18. Yeah. With the damn. Well, either way, shout out to Davies. I'm a fucking yeah, dropping like, music. He's <laughs> <laughs> been dropping music. We're confused bro, about the shit. We're, bro. He's been dropping. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, man. Uh, so, so tell him about projects that you put out, projects you worked on, working on. Whew, I mean, too much to tell, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? This guy, How do I start he, that? he produces I mean, all of our albums top to bottom. We just dropped, yeah, we just dropped your album. For the most part. Zoetic's album. Uh, I feel like it came out solid, you know? Um, came out fantastic. We got a, yeah, we got a quality you. mic that I feel like is really. We had a quality mic, but we upgraded from that. Yeah. And that helped a ton, you know, along with just more experience and a ton more. Just a lot more of fucking with things, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, Tell about Blunts and Bogies, man. Yeah, Blunts and Bogies, man. You know? came together. <laughs> it was random, bro. Talk about it. Completely random beats that uh, came out of my iTunes. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, I needed to drop something. I, I had to drop some of these beats because I'm hoarding so many. And it's just, it's pointless <laughs> at this point not to, you know. So, hope y'all are bumping it. Hope y'all are jamming, you know. Yeah, it's just time. It's been sounding pretty good, yeah. man. I, I've, I've enjoyed listening to it. I love it. It rides top to bottom. It's, yeah, it's pretty solid. So what this else? Is, what do you have to say? I was just going to say, this is your second or third beat tape? I'm trying to think. That's about. a good question. Ian's got beats for him. I think it's... Oh, beat tape. How many tapes? Well, Icy was kind I of a beat yeah. tape, but I sang. I sang on two. I sang on like two songs. Yeah, I sang on two. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was Yeah, I would too. It was mostly <laughs> instrumentals. 
Um, what about In the Mentals? In the Mentals never came out. Isn't that, that wasn't, <laughs> I mean, I dropped a we, beat tape with Logan. Yeah, the reflex. Yeah. Shouts out, Late Night Loki. Sweet. So and three is your third then, you would say? You also had the yeah. Spaceline. I actually yes. dropped two, yeah, okay. Oh, that's true. Shout out to Spaceline. Damn, Damn, that's true. Shout out to Spaceline. Uh, that, and that was very rec- recently yeah, last year, actually. Good yep. memory, bro. Uh, yep, I, I did drop that in 2018. Oh, plenty, man. There's plenty. Um, definitely another beat tape. Uh, you know, Mood Food 2. Mm. Plenty of singles from Tell. Mm. I know that's you coming heard, up. You already heard and, that. And, yeah. you know, I know Zodiac's cooking up some random <laughs> shit. Man. I'm gonna, hey, I'm gonna man. put something together and make it beautiful. I just dropped some of my cool for right now, but your beats are always a rotating door, you know? It is. It is a constant struggle. And I think think that's what Blunts and Bogies representing too is you kind of just clearing your shit out and trying to start some new shit. Exactly. You and I I was sat with with you while you went through a bunch of beats and decided if you're gonna put. It was it was like seven out of ten or higher for for my personal feeling. I mean, and I just chose what what was it ten tracks, eleven tracks? Yeah, ten. Yeah. Yeah, man, I like it a lot, bro. It's fucking. Great shit, bro. Great shit. You're the fucking oh, yeah. brain of this whole thing, man. We couldn't do none of this shit without you, bro. So I just... That's true. Very true. You know, we're gonna keep pushing, bro. Straight up. Okay, so uh, we're gonna get into some tracks from you here in a little bit. You know what I'm saying?